Hey friends, I'm Sierra. And I'm Caitlin. And we're friends. But we've never met each other in real life. That's because technology allows you to feel like you're virtually best friends with everyone that you meet online, which is pretty cool. Through storytelling, we're able to learn about others' passions and drives and learn what makes them unique. We want to hear your story so that we can become virtually best friends. Hey, VBFs, welcome back to another episode of Virtually Best Friends Pod. Caitlin, how are you? Actually, I feel like that's such a loaded question this week, but I'm going to ask you anyway. How are you doing today? Sarah, thanks for asking. I really appreciate it. Uh, I've been better. I don't know. It's been an up and down week. I don't really know how to explain it. How are you? Also a loaded question. You know, (laughs) as Victoria said in one of her stories recently, it's Thursday and that's all I got for you. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah. And I think we should just go with that. It is Thursday. Here we are. I'm, but I'm so happy to talk to you today. It has been a while. Friends, it's been a hot minute since we've jumped on the podcast here and I were talking about it. We pre-recorded a couple of our last episodes, the most recent ones. So it's been a month exactly since we've chatted with one another and it feels like so much has happened. So we're just happy to be here. Yeah, so we're just going to do another one of our catch-up episodes because like Caitlin said, we just have had so much going on in that month since we last got to chat. And some of that was just accommodating for my schedule. So I really appreciate um, the fact that we were able to get some episodes recorded beforehand. But we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. Let's just talk about our thumbs down for the week, or at least that's where we're going to start. Caitlin, what is your thumbs down? You know, I think... It's just my heart is feeling so heavy this week. It's been kind of a really emotional week. I'm really grateful that school's been out. If you haven't been watching the news, it's just been a really tough week. And it's hard not to feel depressed after everything that went on in Uvalde. And yeah, I have a lot of complicated feelings about it. And I've cried a lot of tears this week. And I'm learning that it's okay to cry a lot of tears. Yeah. Tira, how are you? I'm like cry again. Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely my thumbs down, too. Um, To have that whiplash of having the mass shooting in Buffalo, where, you know, 10 human beings were shot and killed because of because of their race. And then having like 10 days later, I think was the exact count, have the mass shooting of elementary school students, um, of children, of kids, as well as teachers trying to protect them. It's just like, a lot to emotionally, um, I don't even know, like cope with or just like comprehend, um, especially if you just are someone that tends to, you know, really take in the tragedies. It's just, it's just hard. It's just been hard. So I'm definitely with you in that I have been a little all over the place in terms of grief and, and trying to figure out how not to get jaded in a world like this. Um, But at the same time, I also agree with you. I I think that I've been openly coping. Well, not, not all the way because with the Buffalo like that, it hits really close to home as I'm I'm sure the the school um, tragedy hit really close to home for you. Um, And so like with that one, I kind of just was like, you know what? I don't have to cope publicly for this one. Like, I can just, I can say my piece, but also I don't know anyone anything about that. But I've also just like definitely been one of those people that have just had to express some sadness online versus trying Mm -hmm. to pretend that nothing's happening and keep going in a happy way. So, yeah, Sarah, you totally said it. It's tough to not be jaded right at the moment and to find that joy in life. Yeah, it's been a really rough last couple of weeks and just like so many reminders of some really tough things going on. And I hope that everyone out there who's listening has found a way to maybe take a step back and process a little bit. Because like you said, it's tough to publicly process things when maybe you're you're just feeling all this turmoil that goes along with it, too. And that (laughs) is huge. You're going to make me cry. Like I'm starting to cry again, too, because like, yeah, it's just been so much and like what sucks is like having to like it it bothers me that one of the thoughts that went through my head was like man I'm glad like Caitlin's like school is over like isn't that crazy like it was like I'm glad she's out for the summer I'm glad that like you know other kids 
are also getting out for the summer and like that just should never be a place of danger so yeah yeah sorry I know we're both we're both both crying but I mean I don't know I don't feel I don't it's like sorry not sorry for discussing this part of this on the on the blog I mean not the blog but on the podcast this week um but yeah um was there anything that brought you joy this week? Can we turn it to the thumbs yes. up? You know what? Let's do. Let's totally do. Friends, we're here to be your VBF. And I think that's something that we hold joy in is that we love to be able to connect with all of you through the good and through the bad. And there's definitely been some good things. And I think that's important to remember too. But yes, we care about all of you and we wish we could give you a hug. Um, Joy is definitely that we're out of school. Um for obvious reasons, but also just, um, yeah, it was just a really tough year in general. And I'm really, really grateful that we made it through the year with COVID and everything else. And a lot of families were really, really highly impacted by COVID. And it's been really interesting to see the other side of things. And yeah, man, I'm like emotional because I'm like so excited that it's summer and that the kids get a break because we all need it. So I'm really happy it's summertime and it's 80 degrees today. So it's like perfect sweet spot weather, Sierra. Like I'm going to go read a book after this outside on the patio. So <laughs> oh, I'm so excited for you. That sounds like the perfect way to send. Yeah. Um, to spend the rest of your afternoon slash evening. Yes. Um, what has your thumbs up been? Have you, what joy have you found? <laughs> um, I mean, I can pull from a lot of areas because we haven't talked from for so long, but I think that I'm going to, oh, okay. Well, this is like kind of spoiling what we're going to be talking about later, <laughs> but <laughs> my thumbs up is going to be listening to Harry's House, which is the Harry Styles new album. Um, we're going to talk about it in more detail, but basically like hearing some of the songs gives me just like a little boost of happy. And there was one day, well, actually the day that I like, didn't discover it obviously he's a person people have been fans of him for a really long time but when I like fell into the fandom um that day like I bought myself coffee I bought new plants the like the balcony gardening gardening is going well so far and then um I bought a new book so it was really one of those days where it was like <laughs> indulging and spending money on things that make me happy um, so yeah, yes. I think I'm just going to say like all that, like just like dabbling into the things that I love kind of has like helped, um, add little moments of joy. Yes. Oh, Sarah, I'm like dancing over here because I don't want to go too much into Harry since we've been talking about it, but maybe we should just jump right into Harry. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do um, it. <laughs> so, okay. So for those who don't know, Harry Styles, formerly of One Direction stardom, but has long since been on his own, um, released a new album recently called Harry's House, and it is just so good. And I wasn't expecting it, I think. So, I mean, I don't know. Caitlin, have you been a fan of him before, or do you, like, have any of that? No, I have not been a fan of him before. And I was telling Sarah before we started recording this, like, we've been discovering all of this music together on the podcast. Like we started with Taylor Swift and now here we are at Harry Styles and just like sucked in to the whole thing. But no, I was not a fan of Harry before this. I had like heard of him. I had listened to some of One Direction, but it wasn't really something that I had ever like jumped on board the the One Direction train. I will just say that. No, for, for sure. Like One Direction, it was a little cringy to me to be into which like now I'm old enough to be like no if you like it you like it it's fine but I used to like be one of those people that didn't really want to like them but there were definitely some songs that I enjoyed like that would be on Just Dance I don't know if anyone has played like the Wii Nintendo game of Just Dance there yes. was like a couple of songs on there and I would love I love them it's bringing um, back flashes right now so fun fact well I don't know if it's a fun fact but one of my um friends in college a girl that I did cheer with she was actually my flyer she had 1d tattooed in her no like I was not that type of fan I was um the type of fan that like occasionally heard a couple of songs and like it was like a little summer jam moment and then um they broke up and then I listened to one of Zane's songs and I think I have exactly one Liam Payne song is he the one that's sung like strip that down anyway Sierra, basically I, I've dabbled the wrong person no idea <laughs> 
I've dabbled, but never with Harry. So like I dabbled in other One Direction people, but never Harry Styles. And then like, of course I'll see stuff like TikTok for some reason loved to show me videos of him at concerts where like fans were taking videos of like little moments and like, I don't know. I don't know. Like I, I really don't even know what that is or why it was on my FYP, but I was seeing some of those moments and I think it just kind of eased me in. And then I wanted to have that moment where I was going shopping and doing like um, having just a little bit of some time to myself. And I wanted to listen to something. And I don't know, I was going for a certain vibe. Like I went to listen to something that I hadn't listened to before or just kind of switch up my normal like playlist. And what happened was that I tried to listen to like today's tops hits or something. And I listened to the first song and I was like, what the absolute heck is this? Like, what are kids listening to these days? Like, I was so, like, not into it. And then I stumbled through that into the album. And I was like, as soon as Sushi for a Restaurant, music for a sushi restaurant came on, like, hooked. I was like, what is this? Like, why does this make me feel so happy? Uh, Yes. Okay. I loved hearing that story of how you discovered them because it's kind of true. You kind of discover it. Like I felt like from the back end, that's how I kind of found out about it too. I had heard as it was so many times on TikTok mm-hmm. and I was kind of sick of hearing the same part of the song. Like mm-hmm. there's like that. I, I don't even know the quick, what do you call that? A bridge. A bridge. Yeah. So, yeah. The bridge in the song. And I was like, I want to know the rest of the song. So I started listening to it a couple weeks before the album came out. Mm. And it was like, I got the little notification from Spotify that he had released his album. And oh my gosh, same thing. Like, just so good. Such a good vibe for the summer. I feel mm-hmm. like it's just like that happy, feel good kind of album that you love. And who knew? Like all of these feel good albums that we've talked about on the pod, like um, like Taylor Swift and Harry and Olivia Rodrigo. Olivia Rodrigo. <laughs> like what? It's so funny to me that like so many of these people have been around for so long. And it's just like, oh, like the album at the perfect time. What's funny is that when I was listening to the album, I didn't even realize that it was released that day. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, this is so good. Like, has anyone else listened to this? And I was like, oh, it was just released and I'm already <laughs> obsessed. Got it. <laughs> but even better. Even and, better. Um, I even got it on vinyl. So now I have <laughs> Taylor Swift. Hey, um, Taylor Swift, Harry's House and like Sour, like all three of those are on vinyl now, which are all like kind of bbf like you said associated oh my gosh i'm in love with that combination now i also feel like i need to get harry's album to add to this vinyl trilogy but like like i I didn't even know it had just came out like i went into barnes and nobles to pick up um, my copy of book lovers and like i felt like it was a sign because it was like an hour after i had listened to it for the first time and like was like i think i might be a fan i'm kind of having a crisis of identity And then I walked into Barnes and Noble to pick up my book and it was just like front display, like the vinyl Mm. of it. And I was kind of like, all right, here we go, I guess. It's a sign. sign. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. I love it. And it's such a good album to kick off the summer with. I agree. Okay. Before we leave this topic, because we could probably gush about this for a while, I have to know what your top Let's do top three because I can't pick one. So what are your favorite songs so far? Okay. Not to be super original or anything, but I really love my top one is As It Was. And maybe because we, I listened to that song on our little road trip that we took a couple of weeks ago. And it was just like the perfect little vibe for that road trip. Um, I also really like Matilda. But I also love, like, the backstory behind that. If you haven't heard it, you should go look that up. Um, and then music for a sushi restaurant. I knew I knew Matilda would be your thing. <laughs> I know. It's a story. It's a story. I love it. Okay, how about you? Top three. Um, top three. Okay, definitely music for a sushi restaurant. I think that was the one that hooked yep. me. That's the one that, get, like, when the horns come in, you just kind of want to dance. And you just can't help but move a little bit. Like, I love that. Next, I would probably say I really like Keep Driving. And I like that one um, because it just feels very relatable. I actually saw this really interesting TikTok. 
talking about how like art can be a mirror or a window how it's like glass kind of mm. and talking about how like when she first heard the song it meant something different than it did after having the tragedies that happened this week and mm. so um but it was written kind of about COVID about like how this like feeling of just like it's kind of chaotic the way that the song mm. is kind of set up it's just a bunch of different you know lyrics thrown in and then the chorus the whole like gist of the song is they just say like should we just keep driving and it's just kind of one of those things where it's like yeah I can relate to this feeling I don't know the, the chaos feeling that the song mm -hmm. gives you like it 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 really hits home to me so I don't know I really like mm -hmm. that one um and then the next one it's really hard mm, I'm gonna do four and say <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> that I really like late night talking and um cinema. Mm, both are so good. Ah, uh, there's so many good songs, and I kind of like what you were talking about with his music. Like after you hear and you experience some of that trauma, you do kind of get that different vibe. That's something I hadn't thought about, but now I need to go back and listen to it again. Yeah, it's mm. like I was thinking of the TikTok because, like, on the one hand, it's like, are we just forced to keep moving like while all of this is going on around us but on the other hand it's just like hey like more it's more optimistic like there's an optimistic way to look at the song but then there's also the the way of like are we just ignoring you know the, the mm -hmm. signs are we ignoring the things that are going on um so yeah i'll send you the video <laughs> okay i'd love to watch it oh that's so good also, but I do like Matilda too oh i'm so sorry i was oh, just no, gonna agree totally with you good. that Matilda is also good like you said and I kind of love the whole vibe of like, obviously he was inspired by Matilda, but like also the whole vibe that you could take it personally. Like you can go out mm -hmm. and create the life that you want to live. Right. I right. love those double okay. meaning songs. Like, ah, oh, they're so good. Yeah. And that you're not like confined to, to the life that you grew up in or the expectations that other people had of you and that you're allowed to just to, to leave and to move on and to grow even through those situations so yeah. yeah there's a lot like there's a lot of happy songs on this album there are a lot there are a couple songs that may you make you think as well so mm -hmm. um good all around good all around <laughs> good all around and there's our music suggestion of the week <laughs> okay well sierra i'm so excited to ask you about this because this has been on your bucket list your 30 before 30 list do you want to share with us what you crossed off your list? Yes. Okay. So I have this 30 before 30 bucket list that I created when I was 26. And it was a bunch of things that I wanted to accomplish before I turned 30, hence the name. Um, mostly just like, you know, really big things that would take some time to cross off. But unfortunately, when this list was created not long after that uh, COVID hit, and it was kind of hard to cross off some of these elements on the list. And so I haven't even gone through, like I really want to sit down and intentionally restructure it a little bit to figure out what things I really want to cross off this year being the last year that I can meet some of these goals. Um, I have a loose idea of the ones that I really wanted to do before this year was out. And one of them was to take a trip to Europe because I've never been overseas, never crossed the Atlantic before. And I really wanted to see an area of that, con that continent. And I did that by going to Italy for 10 days. And that's part of the reason why we haven't talked for so long. <laughs> oh my gosh. I've been living vicariously through Sierra's stories and just so excited to hear about it. And so happy you were able to go. Yeah, I'm really happy that I was able to go too. And it's like one of those things where I really look forward and hope that I get the chance to go back. Um, this is like a big item on my list. I think because so many of my people, my family, um, were saying things like, oh, like we're so proud of you, like for being able to go. And I and I know it's like harder for some people to travel and to have this opportunity. And there's a lot of fear and other things that come along with traveling to a foreign country, especially um traveling while black is like sometimes an issue, like because you're not sure like what places are safe for you to travel to and how you will be treated in different areas. Um 
so yeah i think it's like just it's one of those things where it's like kind of layered as to like why i also feel proud that i was able to to do this and to cross it off my list but what it comes down to is that i got to experience a whole different culture got to experience a different pace of life and see such an old country like that was the part that blew my mind the most like when i visited rome i couldn't express and i haven't posted some of that stuff yet but like it was mind-blowing to be able to stand in front of the coliseum and be like we learned about this in history books like this is from like the roman empire you know like this is so so old just amazing and still standing and magnificent and like it's weird in a privilege, sorry, but it's weird in a privilege to be able to see like history come to life like that. And yeah, it was just so much like awe and joy and being able to see stuff like that because we have lots of old stuff, right? In the United States, but we are a very young nation compared to many, many other countries and former empires in the world, you know? So like, it's just like, whoa, like the nerd in me was like, whoa. <laughs> That's incredible. And how cool to be able to experience multiple cities and to see that history come to life in a way, like you said, oh, I cannot imagine just to be able to go and see these places that you hear about so often too. Yes, exactly. Amazing. And I really want to go back because I like feel like I couldn't soak everything that I wanted to in because like you said, I did hit so many cities. I think I went to, I ended up going to six cities in the 10 days and like a lot of it was out of my control <laughs> so I didn't get to do the things that I really wanted to do in some of the cities um but like I said just a privilege and just so honored that I got to see what I did get to see and that I got to experience the aqua e vino life like I keep saying that but like literally they are um, known for the cafecitos. Like they are, we're going to drink our espressos, our coffee in the morning. But after that, it's wine and water. Like that's what <laughs> they live on. And getting to eat pasta and gelato. So yeah, it was really cool. <laughs> oh my gosh. What do you think was your highlight? Like if you could recommend to anyone to who might be traveling to Italy, what would be your favorite spot like go to? My favorite spot and one of the things that I was adamant was a stop on the list was to see Venice in person for the first time um just because I've heard those rumors they're like we don't know with global warming and things how long Venice is going to be around just because it's it's an island that you know like it's a water system they don't even have cars on the island it's all boats and things and so um it's one of those spots that's kind of easy to wipe out like if water levels were to rise in such a way that it couldn't be inhabitable anymore so I like was adamant for that reason so happy that I was because it was the most beautiful like I enjoyed that spot so much everywhere I looked up I was just kind of like how is this place so beautiful wow like mm. I was having very much pinch me moment um so yeah, definitely check out Venice. Um, warning, it is a lot of walking because like I said, there's no cars or anything like that. You could take a boat, I suppose, but there's so many little canals and things that like you're walking a ton, you're going up and down the little um, bridges a lot. So just keep that in mind if you were to go, but it's, I think it was worth it. Mm. I've always dreamed about Venice and seeing it and kind of your point about like, we don't know what's going to happen in the future. My students, I had them do research on Venice this year. We were talking about mm. erosion and it's crazy how much it has been flooding. So I think like just so cool to be able to take in history that way. Cause you don't know what it's going to be like. Yeah. Yeah. And I have, I have pictures. I actually, the only, um, the only souvenir that I brought back for myself was a drawing of Venice because like that was so special for me to be able to visit it and to to see it. So um, I don't think it's a place that you have to stay long. I just did a day trip and I really felt like that was enough. Um, and it's easier to get into than you would think. Like they have an airport that's really close to it. It's like it is the Venice airport, but you have to water taxi into the, the main canal area um, or the train. We took the train from 
Richensa and we went to Venice. So it's really easy to, to access. I don't think you necessarily need to stay there for like days and days and days, but yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. And also I saw pictures of you on the gondola. <laughs> How was that experience? Um, That was a fake experience. So oh. I did get on the gondola, <laughs> but it was because I saw this thing on TikTok, of course. And it was talking about this like bookstore that they have that is just like a really cool eclectic looking bookstore that has cats roaming around but they also have a gondola in the back where you can take pictures in it and like get in there for free um i definitely almost fell in trying to get out of it and i was like by myself so i was also just have like selfies from it you know what i mean but it was still like pretty cool i recommend taking a gondola ride if you can they are they can be kind of pricey Someone said you can haggle them down. I'm not good at that. So I just chose to avoid that completely. <laughs> okay. I love that it was in the back of a bookshop. That's amazing. <laughs> I did not know that. Okay. And if you, when you go back, what's going to be on the top of your bucket list to see in Italy or other uh, trips? If I go back, I am definitely going back to Rome and I'm going to spend a little more time um, doing like historic tour like more history dense tours um i also really want to go back to um naples more the Malfi coast and some of those islands like positano and some of those areas down there um to see more of the coast because i was there but it was like kind of nighttime so i didn't really get to see like the colorful buildings lining the coast and or get to like go in the water i wanted to have a luca moment and i didn't have it so Oh, okay. Also, I have to ask, I'm sorry. I'm just overtaking this with so many questions that I've had because I've been so excited to hear about it. How was the food? Oh, the food was good. It was delicious. The best thing I had was a gnocchi that had like prawns in it. So it was like a shrimp gnocchi with some type of green sauce that wasn't pesto. I could never remember what it is. It's like a cousin of spinach, but that was like delicious. And every morning I had like an, my Italian breakfast of a croissant, um, espresso, and like sometimes like turkey, a little cheese, and this ace juice, which apparently is like an Italian juice. I didn't know what it was. I just tried it out of curiosity and I had to look it up because like I liked it so much that I would want to try to recreate it. It's like carrots, mm, orange, and lemon. And like, that sounds weird, but it's like a nice vitamin C punch and it like just, it tastes delicious. So yeah, those are my favorite things, I think. Oh, that sounds amazing. Oh, the gelato, of course, get gelato. Okay. So everyone tells, told me, everyone that I talked to when I said I was going to Italy, anyone who had been was like, eat as much gelato as you can, breakfast, lunch, dinner, if you can, like seriously. And I'm like, oh, okay, haha, like I'll get gelato. On my last night, that was one of my <laughs> that was one of my regrets that I did not have enough gelato. I only had gelato three times, not enough. Really? Not enough. Oh, okay, that's good to know. Yeah, and the gelato so looks it. so pretty too. Yeah, it's like it a work delicious. of art. Delicious, delicious. <laughs> oh my gosh, Sierra, I'm so glad you were able to go. And ah, oh, just sounds amazing. <laughs> What a cool trip. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, yeah. Yes. I hope I hope I get to go back. Although I'm not sure if I will get to go back because I accidentally threw my coin over the wrong shoulder. I didn't know that I was supposed to pay attention to which shoulder I threw it over. Oh, at the Trevi Fountain? Yes. And legend has it, you're supposed to throw it over your left shoulder. And that means that you're going to go back to Rome again. And I did not throw it over my oh, left no. shoulder. I'm terrified oh, no. that I'm not going to make it back. <laughs> okay. Well, we're going to make sure that that happens, that you can make it back. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> some some other good luck because I was like, oh, no. How did I mess up the tradition? <laughs> the coin toss. Uh, oh, They yay. don't tell you that. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, gosh. Uh, anyway, yes. enough about me, Caitlin. <laughs> What have you no. been up to? Oh my gosh, I've loved daydreaming through your trip. Um, not much. School is here, but I'm so happy that it's summer. Ryan and I took like a kind of a preemptive trip, which ended up being so much fun. We did a road trip through Colorado just because 
flights are so expensive everywhere right at the moment. So we've kind of decided to just lay low and just do some Colorado things because there's some really incredible things to see in this state. So a couple weeks ago, we drove down to the sand dunes, which was amazing to see. Um, and then we went to Mesa Verde. So we tried to get in all the national parks that were in that area um, before uh, all the prices went up. So it was kind of funny, I will say, because uh, <laughs> we were the youngest there by like 40 years because it must be like the retiree time to travel. <laughs> so all of these older people were asking us like, well, what do you do? <laughs> like, why are you traveling? But we just wanted to get down there like while it was cool. But one thing we didn't realize is how windy it is down in Southern Colorado. Um, in April, it's like the windiest time. So the sand dunes were super cool, but it was so windy. We really didn't stay there very long because the sand was like whipping into our eyes, but it was fun. It was a good trip. I'm just happy to be able to explore our state a little bit and see some fun things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not, I mean, nothing sounds, much. No, yeah. that sounds so cool to me. Um, I don't have any sand dunes laying around that I know <laughs> I know of. <laughs> it is super cool because they're just like massive dunes made out of sand and they're always changing. There's no like trails. You can sled down them and like sandboard down them. We did not because we didn't realize that. You have to like check out sandboards, mm. but that's all right. Note to self for next time. Um, but it was really cool. And it was like a really desolate part of the state too. Sometimes I forget just being in Denver and like being in such a metropolis, how truly spread out like the rest of the state is until you drive out of it. Um, just because for the most part, like we stay on in the mountains, like when you go skiing and they're pretty busy parts of the state. So you don't always see some of these more varied landscapes and that was really cool to see too cool 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 no i i'm like i always just get so excited about the mountain stuff too like i have no idea what colorado is like so i always live through your feed too just to be able to see like such an exciting state geographically you have a lot mm -hmm. going on or at least it's just a little different than what i have going on that was another thing that was like crazy about Italy to me too. It was like, it was very mountainous and like, I don't really? know if I expected that. And so I was just like, Oh, like the whole time, like, Whoa, look at all the mountains everywhere. Yeah. That's so cool to think about it. Mountainous, like contrasted with the coast too. Mm. Exactly. That well, but then lovely. like all the, a lot of the coast is like built up on cliffs and stuff too. So I guess it kind of makes sense. That's so magical. Or at least that's how I picture it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. Well, okay. have you been, like, doing any reading? We have to touch all of the bases yes. that we usually touch. We do have to touch all of the bases. Yes, I have been reading. Um, I just finished the book The Maid, which was really, really good. I would recommend it. It actually... I had never heard of the book before and I was walking around Barnes and Noble and there was this sweet gal who I was like glancing at the table of summer reads or suggested reads or whatnot. And this gal just said like, Hey, if you haven't heard of this book, you should read it. I just finished it and it was incredible. And I was like, okay, like I've never had that before. We're like a complete stranger who was just walking by suggested a book for me. So I picked it up and it was so good. It was kind of a thriller. Like, a mystery book. Um, it's basically the premise is um, it's about this young girl who's a maid in a large, very well-known hotel in New York. And she um, just sees the world a little bit differently. And she's lived with her grandmother and loves to just see order in the world. And when there's a murder at the hotel of guests that she knows, it turns to her to help figure out what happened to the guests. And there's a lot of twists and turns through it, but I really enjoyed it. It was a really good book. And like I love that. And cool that it came from this complete stranger. That's the part I like the most. I think if someone random was like, you should read this, um, depending on the vibe, like I would try yeah. to add to figure out their vibe. Um, I would totally just read it for just because, just because they said, yeah, they gave it to me. <laughs> Totally yeah. do that. So I love that you took that chance and you purchased it and you read it. Um, I love that. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of cool. So I actually would recommend it. I can, I was looking through some of like the reviews for it online and not everybody, it's not everybody's cup of tea, but I thought it was really well done. It did remind me a little bit of, um, 
Eleanor Oliphant is completely fine if you've read that mm, book too. But see, that one took me a bit. I, I couldn't get into it. That one took me a bit it. too. This I one, couldn't get into it. That was like the one, that's like totally one of fun. a few books that I stopped reading. Mm. Because yeah. usually like I don't like to do the the whole like DNF of a book. But yeah, that was one of them. <laughs> totally. I understand that. Yeah, this one just reminded me and that the characters were similar but it mm. picked up a little bit quicker like there was like it's a murder mystery so mm. it went along the thriller lines so that was good yeah hmm. okay what books have you read lately oh my gosh okay so i have been reading lately it's a, it's almost like i forgot that that was a thing that i do and i don't remember what book i may have finished before the trip but the book that I brought with me on the trip, I did a little poll on Instagram. Um, I didn't tell people where I was going, but I was like, what should I read? What should I read next? I want some main character vibes. And the winner was The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, which, of course, everyone talked so much about that book to the point where I was like, oh, okay, could it be that good? Because everyone had it on their reading list. Like there was a phase where literally everyone, everyone was reading that book. Um it was really good. I enjoyed it a lot, actually. Ooh. I think, like, mm, I don't know. I enjoyed it. Um, there were times where I was kind of like, I was like waiting, right? Like I was invested, but I was trying to figure out, like everyone said, like, oh, there's this big part that happens. Wait till you get to the twist. And I kind of felt like I spent a lot of the book kind of just like waiting for something to happen. Like, I don't know. But by the time I got there, I was like, oh, yeah, this was an, it was enough to push it to a five star for me. Because at first I was like, ah, like, it's good, but I'm going to give it four stars. But that was enough to push it to a five star for me. And it, I think it covers a lot of interesting topics as well as just being an interesting book and not particularly in my typical genre. Like, I don't know. I have unorganized feelings about it apparently but I really liked the book <laughs> okay I love hearing your thought process about this it took me a moment because I read this book maybe like two years ago or whenever it came out and I really enjoyed it too I but it definitely took me a little while I kept hearing about like okay just wait for the plot test like what is going on how can she have seven husbands like what does this all mean and add up to but yeah I thought it was just a very very unique spin on like a lot of the issues that she was trying to bring up too as an author it felt mm -hmm. like a really unique way of portraying it too and yeah I, I really enjoyed it had you read any of uh her other books no this is my first intro to her okay I would definitely recommend um Daisy Jones and the Six okay by her too it's um, basically like the story about a band, Daisy Jones and the Six, but it's told from the perspective of all of the bandmates and it bounces between them. And I truly thought it was a real band that had existed when I was reading well, it. Well, when I was reading Evelyn Hugo, I was like, I read it and then I got on Netflix like a couple of days later. By the time I got home, I like was on Netflix and I was like, I saw the pop-up about the Marilyn Monroe tapes or something. And I was like, oh duh this is why it kind of feels like a little familiar to like mm -hmm. have this story of a starlet and kind of like the exploits that she was going on was it real was it fake so I sat and tried to watch that documentary it was incredibly like it took me so long to get through it <laughs> I kept are you talking asleep. about the Marilyn Monroe one yeah yes I we just watched asleep. that too it really? was a long one yeah <laughs> it was interesting but I agree with you seven husbands of evelyn hugo felt like that which is yeah. like the author is such a convincing author because it kind of feels like something that could have actually happened right it feels like it's someone's like kind of memoir or like the tell-off i mean that was obviously the point too of of the book but it really did feel like that too yes i totally agree okay so daisy duke in the six or something daisy jones in the six jones it's in the six. so good okay. so taylor jenkins reed also wrote i had to look it up malibu rising which just came out and that one was really good as well i've seen promo for that one yes they're all good i haven't read too many of her other books but yes yes okay sierra any other books that have been on your list or on your tbr list 
Um, after I read that one, I'm currently reading Count Your Lucky Stars, which was um the next book in the Alexandria Bella Fleur books. Like I've that I talked about in previous podcast episodes about just really loving her as an author. So I'm trying really hard to get through some of the books that were on my TBR, like originally, because I have a whole TBR shelf and um, there's starting to be a little more room on it now. But at first I was like, girl, you got to stop buying books. You have so many here. So <laughs> I was trying to get through those. Um, so yeah, I'm working on that. I'm almost done. And then next I plan on reading Book Lovers, which is the next Emily Henry book. Yes. Oh my gosh, that is also on my TBR list. I cannot wait to read it. I don't want to do like a summer reading list episode one day or something. I think we might have to. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I do have something to tell you. Okay. Let's hear it. I finally started Moon Knight. (gasps) I'm only a couple episodes in. Okay. I have not watched Moon Knight yet. For everyone listening, it's a Marvel series. Yes. Sorry. (laughs) Marvel series. Another I had to box. think about that for a second. What show is another box that we like to take off? Um, is talking about Marvel, and I finally started watching the latest Marvel TV show, Moon Knight. And it's like I don't know. I don't dislike it. There's a lot going on. Like it's a lot like going on in it because I don't want to spoil it for you. So like there's a lot going okay. on. So it's not. It's not one of those shows where I was completely like not interested at first you know but it's it's just something that I'm I have less reference I think for the character Mm -hmm. and that's why it makes it hard too because it's like this is their first time kind of introducing him and so nothing makes sense like there's just (laughs) just things going on I'm like I don't I don't know what's happening but okay let's go oh yeah Okay, I can't wait to watch it now. Um, also, Sierra, have you watched the new Doctor Strange movie? I haven't because we're still behind. We still haven't no. watched Spider-Man. Oh, okay. Well, once you've seen it, we need to have a conversation about both movies. <laughs> yes. It's incredible. We really do. Oh, is it really? It's incredible. Yes, I mm. uh, I loved it. It was so great. It. Oh, okay, I won't say anything. <laughs> Oh my gosh, speaking of not saying anything and being spoilers, okay, this is my, if I had to have, like, a thumbs down that wasn't my real thumbs down, then my, my, like, way low stakes first world problem thumbs down was that a show got spoiled for me the day it was released, and it, like, just ruined the rest of my day. What (laughs) show is it? Can't stop complaining about it. Um, It was The Circle, so I watched the new season of The Circle. And the finale came out yesterday. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And yesterday, without any preamble or anything, someone posted, like, congrats to the, congrats so-and-so for winning. And, like, I was like, who does that? There was no warning. Bam, bro. Like, dude. Uh, Yeah. I was was like, this was, like, the last piece of joy I had to look forward to today. You ripped it from me. Uh, Because I'm dramatic. Um, I still watch it, even though I knew it was gonna happen, and it was nice. Um, so yeah, I watched the the circle to completion. That was another thing that has happened in the last month. Love it. Um, Love it. It was pretty good, pretty decent season, better than season two. Lots of weird twists. Um, but I'm not gonna spoil it for anyone. So if you plan on watching it, it's a decent season. Um, I also recently watched Love on the Spectrum. the u.s version because i've already watched the other version but now it's a u.s version and i it gives me hope like i like seeing them like and i'm just like i really want them to to find love and you get to hear some of the backstory like you know at the end of movies sometimes or at the end of like real stories they'll they'll give you like a little ending where it'll be like oh yeah this happened this happened Mm -hmm. like they're still together or like just it it gives it catches you up so you don't even have to really wonder like oh i wonder what happened next after the finale so yeah it's nice oh i've heard such good things about that show i have so many tv shows on my to be watched list tbw list for this summer i'm so excited to catch up on these things oh my gosh just like what are you gonna do with your life now like 
I'm so excited for a mental break. Um, No, I have so many like bucket list items and things to do this summer. I am taking a bunch of classes to get some credits done so I can get my license renewed in Colorado. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm also tutoring and my goal is to read a lot. Yeah, it's such a blessing to be able to have the summer off, I will say. Like, even though I'm tutoring, like, I'm really, really grateful for the summer. It's been much needed. Um, on a side note, Sierra, I have to add on because I think we talked about this on our last episode, but I don't remember because I don't remember what we talked about. It was so long ago. One of the highlights of my week, this was another thumbs up, is that my teammates and I had like this distressing storage room. And by distressing, I mean like my heart rate would go up walking into it because we ended up just like throwing everything everywhere. Since I've been watching the home edit, we completely organized everything and it's all in bins and it's labeled and it looks beautiful and we even put a bench in our storage room so we could sit and have like a calm down corner for ourselves nice it's amazing it's so exciting it makes me so much feel so much better and it was well worth a full like 12 hours of work listen i might need a home edit i might just need to fly Caitlin over here so she can organize my life for me i i'd be happy to yes the state of my office right now we just don't even need to talk about it see this is the benefit of computers that you can make like you can choose what your background is you see this nice square blank wall (laughs) because it's not decorated either still even though it hasn't been a year but you know I, i have very few things hanging up or anything yet so oh my goodness um sierra is there anything else that you're looking forward to this summer I'm hoping to get in a little tiny bit more travel um, before the summer ends. Well, not just before the summer year ends, but like a little more travel this year. Um, I'm looking forward to the general just like hot weather and the balcony weather and continuing to play with the garden and hopefully yield some things. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else I'm looking forward to this summer, to be honest. I'm having a hard time. Yeah, it's... I'm I'm excited. I think that like one of my goals, how about that? Like one of my goals this summer is that I want to like just dedicate a little bit more time to the content creating side of my life. Um, I think that I've had a break from it and I needed it and I like really appreciate that break. But like I haven't posted on my blog in a long time. And part of it is just because I'm not in love with my blog anymore. Like after the whole crash of the of the of the design and like just everything that was going on there, I really needed to look different. I really need to like pay to have the the website like redone and stuff so that I can be more a little more in love with it and dedicate more time to it, as well as like the other platforms. Um, because I think I I took a little bit of my focus off of it when I was um, starting up the ambitiously used stuff, which I also appreciate, but I, I want to spread the love a little more again. We even work on a, a little bit of all of it. Oh, I love all of that for you for the summer. Another thing that we need to talk about, Caitlin, is that we made a promise in one of the last episodes that we did record about trying to do as many of the May holidays as we could this month. Have you done any of them? Oh my gosh. Yes, I have. Um, okay. Well, the first one that pops to mind that I was actually inspired by you to do is make chocolate chip cookies. So that was National Chocolate Chip Day. I don't remember what day specifically that was, but that was really exciting. And there was also National Lemonade Day. So those were my two goofy holidays that I definitely participated in. How about you? Oh, I love that. And you made such a great reel for that. If you haven't been on the Virtually Best Friends pod instagram account to check it out yet it is amazing so thank you so much for putting that together because it was it was the cutest thing so i love the way you celebrate it i celebrate it by having a chip kit cookie and that was my way to celebrate chocolate chip day um i made the ogo which is like their classic chocolate chip cookie it was so good it was like the perfect ooey gooeyness. I think like I've had a lot of their cookies, y'all. And sometimes like I try to perfect the cookie break and I don't know what it is. Like I just didn't have a knack for it. But this time, like the chocolate melted just right. 
<laughs> and her cookie was like perfect. And so, yeah, I was like, I don't even want to film this content. I just want to eat it as fast as I can. But I had to <laughs> do something about it. Um, so, yeah, I celebrated that one. National Wine Day. I, mean, I did indulge in a glass of wine on National Wine Day. And um, I didn't get to do National Bike to Work Day, which is what I really wanted to mm-hmm. do. But I didn't go in the office that day. So it was kind of hard to fulfill that Fair. <laughs> part of the requirement. Um, but I have been just like walking more in general. So I kind of count that a little bit. Like I walked to work again, which was like, um something that I've been excited about like being able to do so I like kind of count that as semi honoring it because I think we talked about how like it's it's a twofold holiday if I like can scroll up enough in our in our notes to look at it but I believe it was that you could bike to work but there's like another aspect of it where maybe you can walk maybe I didn't write it down Mm. anywho so I did that one and then um, I do plan to um, put together a little something, something for National Sunscreen Day. I have been doing a better job of incorporating sunscreen into my skincare routine. So love that for me because my skin is probably a little safer now. Oh my gosh. I've been doing the same thing. So I went through and got rid of all of the old sunscreen that was expired, which was really helpful. And then went and got some more sunscreen and I finally got some good face sunscreen because I'm trying Mm. to kind of like you to incorporate it into my everyday skincare because that hasn't been something that I've been super great about so that's a good reminder yes yes during national safe sun week so you can add that to your to your count too and then of course we have memorial day coming up on Monday which I'm going to be honest with you I completely forgot was this Monday um until someone like brought it up and I was like oh Oh, yeah. So I definitely plan on, as you guys know, we record this a week ahead of the podcast, but I definitely plan on um, honoring the people that served and lost their life for the country um, during that day. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm going to say maybe we both did like four. We're going to count us as four, which is pretty good. I did do a couple of things to celebrate Star Wars Day on May the 4th as well. So that was pretty fun. To be able to do that, but it was more of like celebrating with my teammates and my students. Hey, it still counts. It was fun. It still counts. I was out of the country for Mother's Day, so I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you, I didn't do much there. Um, <laughs> yeah, cool. Yes. Okay. So many good holidays. We're gonna have to look up some June holidays too to celebrate because there's always some fun ones and some good things to observe too. Well, friends, it has been so nice to be able to spend this episode with you. It has been far too long, and we're just so grateful to be able to chat this week. Sierra, it's always so good to catch up with you. And regardless of how you're feeling this week about everything that's going on in the world, just know that we are thinking of you and sending you a virtual hug, too. Yes, virtual hugs all around. I love that. Thank you for mentioning that, Caitlin. Um, you definitely have someone in this world that wants you to be here and that loves you, just as a little reminder. But we'll catch you back here next week, friends, on Virtually Best Friends Pod. Bye.